This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Town TV. For those of you tuning in for the first time, we as a podcast had an absolute blast covering season two of The Wilds. And for friends of the pod, we are shocked to be back so soon recording this episode because in a sick turn of events, The Wilds was not picked up for a season three by Amazon Prime. And I'm going to say I choose my words carefully because I am optimistic that we are it's not canceled. It just wasn't picked up by Amazon Prime. Um, so we are devastated, but we're going to stay optimistic. We're going to talk about what we loved about the show, what the potential is for a season three and what you can do as fans to try and rally and get this picked up by another network, namely Hulu. We're looking at you, Hulu. So, guys, <laughs> how are we feeling? I'm feeling like I shouldn't have been so hard about the helicopter CGI. <laughs> That's what that, you did and that the higher ups at Amazon were listening to the Benchtown TV coverage of season two in their the the penthouse of Amazon headquarters. And we're just like, guys, we can't roll out another season of this show after that backlash about CGI gate. You know why? Because season three was going to be all helicopters. It was going to be a bunch <laughs> yes. of helicopters, but not anymore. Yes, was it yep. you or was it Kathleen and all the queer women hating the men? And it was most oh. of a me. <laughs> Alex, you said it, not me. Listen, I don't I don't regret. We loved covering season two. We we had an absolute blast. Like I said, we we had some critiques, obviously, just like the fan base. But I think by the end of covering season two, we knew how much potential season three had. I, I mean, I don't understand how. Shows like this get canceled and season are not canceled, just not picked up for season three when it's it's such an insane cliffhanger. It's like the OA, you know what I mean? It's like what the there's so much potential there. I would love to be in the room like you can close it out in a season three. I don't even I don't need this show to go on 100 seasons, but don't leave them on the island with Leah screaming. She's still screaming. It's been yeah. months. Yeah. See, like with this show, with the way that they kind of split up the boys and the girls. Like it was almost like season two was the second half of season one in a way, you know? So we were just getting the foundation laid out for everything to take off. And then all of a sudden they blue ball us and say, no, not anymore. So it was brutal because I mean, like I just said, we finally got to know everybody. Like we got to know the boys. We got to know the girls and what we wanted to see was how they would interact together. Like would like the quote unquote leaders of the boys Depends like get along with there. the Yeah, leader of the girls. Like would they stay leaders of their respect? Like there's so much cool interactions between characters that you just want to see. And unfortunately, you might not get it for a little bit, but like you were saying, definitely optimistic because this show I feel like has such a big following that somebody's gonna pick it up. Somebody has to. I 
want retribution. I don't even care about the boys and girls interacting. I need Gretchen accountable. I need Leah to get one up again. And I also need to know about Leah and Fat. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we need to know. Fia, is that what it was being Leighton. called? Leighton. That makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. And Sh- Shoni. Yeah. That we are talking about this in our. Okay. So our group chat is called Ice the Booze and Get Horny. And obviously this news was flying in the group chat as soon as it came out. As soon as we heard the news, we were like, as of right now, Shoni is done. They are Splitsville. Like canonically, they are done. And we were like, we can't have this. They need to get back together. No, we can't just end on Shelby giving Tony that shirt back. That just can't be true. And not to mention Shelby may be a fucking narc. So like... What's up? Do we know if she was an arc? Because I was looking at Reddit today and there were a couple comments that alluded to it being confirmed. And I certainly, when watching it, didn't see it that way. So I'm curious what you guys think. Well, my first thought is she didn't take her damn teeth out once during season two. So I was pissed about that. Nothing to do with if she's a narc or not, but that is as soon as I hear it. Add it to uh, the list, Amazon or Hulu. Oh, man. To be fair, Fatten did have a comment to the effect of, oh, take your teeth out for good measure to score some extra sympathy. So I appreciated that someone was thinking about it. Okay. They only had the budget for the shaved head, not the teeth taken out. Not You only get one. She would look too much like a hillbilly with the shaved head (laughs) and the the teeth taken out. And while we're on the subject of Shelby, what about her allergic reaction in season? What season was that? Was that the end of season one? End of season one. Yeah, that would have been finale. One. And we got we nothing. We never got any backstory. Hopefully, it was just sowing a seed for like late season. I don't know what it could possibly be. I don't know if that was supposed to just be the distraction for Leah to escape. Um, yeah, but I agree. Like, give me closure. There's so many things we need closure on. Where are the Jaguars' babies? <laughs> In terms of medical emergencies, what happened with Martha? She was catatonic in one stage. We saw no sort of closure to that storyline or what happened between her being in that state and being just fine in a wheelchair, but clearly fine. Dot's pimple. Did it ever go away? Yes. Does Uh, Martha find love? Right. I'm like talking about boy girl interactions i needed her to lose her virginity on this island and have just like a life-changing moment but i really need to know is what the fuck happened with nora and is rachel gonna beat her ass like i just need to know i need those dots connected because to me that's the that's like the biggest betrayal of it all i mean shelby being an arc would suck but like that's your sister man that's deep betrayal yeah and how did she get to the bunker like how was she ex- extracted someone on Submarine reddit made a CGI joke i didn't want to <laughs> go for it <laughs> someone on reddit made a joke about how she she rode the shark holding rachel's yes, arm i agree she used it as like a paddle so to help her swim through the water faster she read it in a book once so she, she could do it yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that just is one of the many character interactions that we want to see in season three. Like, we want to see Nora and Rachel. We want to see Fatten and Leah, what you guys are saying. So what 
do we guess that the reaction from Rachel would be to seeing Nora because she is a born again Christian after all? Do we think we would revert back to her core Rachelness and just the intensity now that she has kind of the cool calmness of Nora there? Does Rachel lash it out 100% on Nora? Does she channel it towards Gretchen? Listen, I think that the best and most insane potential for season three is that now all these people are left on the island. Leah knows literally everything. Leah knows almost everything. Her job was then going to be to convince the rest of the crew of all the things she knows. Um, She has some people on her side. I mean, Shelby was on her side, but now if she's a narc, she can kind of go both ways. Like, who knows if Shelby was like, would just be like, Leah, what are you talking about? (laughs) You know what I mean? If she ended up being the narc, but... I would have loved to see the the Leah crazy Leah with like the freaking dandelion in her hand be like Nora's alive <laughs> and, and and Rachel just be like what the fuck are you talking about like would she even believe her I think that you don't even need to see Nora's face in order to get all that good reveal stuff you know what I mean to go more about wanting to see more Leah. Like, do you think she's still going to be seeing Ben Folds? Do you think now that she like finally sees the guys and the exchange story, she's not going to be as like, quote unquote, crazy, like seeing things? Or is this Ben Folds make the return? Because honestly, he killed it in season two. I feel like she's just going to snap. She is snapping. That's where we leave it. Right. So, yeah, he might show up in a cell playing a piano. We don't know. But. but- do yeah. we think she's going to snap? Because at this point, she's finally being validated and people know that she's not crazy. So probably like the manicness of being kind of in that box on an island alone, thinking these crazy thoughts, but finally having them validated to the group. I feel like she might be able to find herself in like a nice, calm place now that she has the support of everybody. I just feel like it has to be chaos off the bat, right? Like, I don't think she's snapping to the place she was, but when you realize you are stuck again and you thought you were this close to getting out or cracking the mystery. But I'm like, I want to see the Spider-Man meme moment of everyone like pointing at each other. Like, is it you? Is it you? Especially on the boys side. It would be so much controversy. Like Rachel would not react well and it would it would not go great. I think she would need to process and then the boys would all be like, was it you? Is it you? And then I think there'd be the spell of like turning on each other. Then they'd start to come together because they have to for survival. I think that would be kind of like the natural trajectory. So I kind of want to talk about survival too, because we discussed how they will now have the facility in this season, presumably. I'm just wondering how that affects their quality of life on the island and if it would shift from like a survival show if the survivalness of it got taken out of it because they were effectively just living in some sort of comfort within like more yeah. of a structure. That's a good point. I mean, all every issue about weather or like predators that's gone got indoor plumbing. So that's nice. Isn't nature usually like the biggest threat in most survival movies? <laughs> Yeah, they just have to survive their mind and each other like it's the mind game, the mental game. It turns into more of that instead of the okay, it's 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 cold out. (laughs) We need phase three. Also, more importantly, who hooks up with who? Obviously, Fatten has been searching for a giant wang. 
and maybe no, absolutely or, not. Do not Leah. have to read on anything. <laughs> what? Oh man! Fat Hold on. Leah. Hold on. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. We got all about that. Fat and Leah. <laughs> she literally said on the same like, idea, daily show, different she, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. She My said pal. when she, she got home. Ways. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She said the first thing she was looking forward to was hopping on a big fat wang when they were having that flashback slash mirage slash the whatever on that like morning show that they were all pretending to yeah, be but on. That was season one. That was before uh, she fell madly in love with Leah and vice versa. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. But that's well, okay. I'm sticking with it. She's looking for a wang and I just wanted to see who's it landed on. Okay. God. <laughs> I didn't none of them. Everyone kept saying Kieran. I'm like, we are not giving fat in the clap today. We are not. Oh my God. No. God, Wait, I'm horrible with biology. Is he just going to he's just going to have a clap, right? Like, it's just not going to go away. Oh, you got yeah. treat. Yeah, that. I feel like you can go blind. Maybe that's he had like blood. antibiotics or whatever. But like, he, if he's they, not cured. If they pulled Marta out of catatonicness, they can um, cure his clap oh, for him. That'll be an off screen cure. I believe if they do. I hope they refer to it at least say, yeah, I'm clean before you hop on. Well, let's get back to survival just for a second, because we need the show to survive. So what can you as a fan do? OK, so number one, we're going to link a GoFundMe and you're going to ask, well, what is this actually funding? And the answer is a billboard. Now, that may seem like it may not do much, but um, as a hardcore mega fan of one of the greatest shows of all time, Winona Earp, um, they were picked up uh, for a season four and then it was canceled. And then those amazing, incredible Erper fans rallied, got billboards all over the place. New York City. We've got Melanie Scrifano's face all over fucking town. Incredible. And they got the pickup. So I think that's an incredible way. Um, obviously, if you're going to donate whatever, any little bit counts. So we're going to link that. Uh, another thing is a petition to sign. We are also going to link that. It has like 16,000 signatures already. Um, Amy B. Harris, the showrunner, has been tweeting about it and stuff. So go sign that. We're going to do everything we can to get this show rallied. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Also, there are two Instagram accounts you can follow to follow along on uh, rallying to try and save. That is at Wild Waves Campaign and at Save the Wilds on Prime. So go follow those and you can follow along on all that's happening within the fandom to try and save the show. I never thought I'd want back on the island or us back on the island, but that's what we want. That's what we need. So, yeah. Hell yeah. I love that the billboard work before it gives me even more hope. I'm, I'm a noob to this need to get a show picked up. So let's do the thing. Yeah. GoFundMe has been up for two days. It already has just over $2,000 and the goal is 3,500. So already so close. Beautiful. Yeah. We're so close. Yeah. So one of the other things that we need to talk about, which was why I started the show in general, is because back on a cold winter's day in December 2020 of the pandemic, my queer Twitter came through and on almost the first day it dropped, shot me a little gif of Shoni Smoochin. And I said, yeah, I'm going to watch all 10 episodes in one night because queer representation fucking matters. I am sitting next to my girlfriend 
And that is because I am a product of watching amazing shows with good queer representation that made me say, that's me. Look at the screen. That is me. And for so long, there was such either poor representation. There was the barrier gaze tropes. Um, We cover a show, an incredible show that is almost the like heart of that, which is the hundred. Um, anyone knows Klexa RIP <laughs> to the Klexa fans. Um, but I also watched a bunch of shows that showed me just incredible representation, like Supergirl. And most recently, again, a show we covered Winona Earp really just pushed me all the way out of the closet. And when I started the wilds, I too was in the closet, but this is one of the shows that made me say, yes, like this is, I got to kiss a girl like and here she is. This is the one I kissed and she's still sitting here. So it's good. Um, But yeah, I mean, this show specifically like a coming of age showing two separate characters, one being Tony, who's confident in herself, who's had girlfriends before, who's not ashamed of being gay. And then, of course, there's Shelby, who is battling some demons. And there's so many shows that get canceled too soon. Um, This is one of them. People need to see themselves on the screen. And guys, we got to get this picked back up because as I said on the last episode, which we covered, so it was episode seven and eight of Wild Season 2, if Leah and Fatten got together in Season 3, it would almost be like groundbreaking because every a lot of these shows have one gay couple, right? One queer couple, and and not that it's ticking a box, but depending on the show, maybe it's just ticking a box. If they had two incredible queer couples on the show, that would be like groundbreaking. That would be very cool. So um, let's get it picked up. Even if Leah and Fatten ended up being platonic, there's th- that is the most like incredible platonic relationship as well. Like we love female friendship. You guys, female friendship is everything. Male friendship rocks too. all friendship. rocks, <laughs> But this female friendship. Also, I do want to say that things that we'll miss out on is anytime a show like this gets canceled or not picked up, um, I always feel so bad for the actors and actresses who just love each other so much. I am so sad for these gals and guys if they don't get to go to summer camp again. Like, they deserve that. I want that for them. So, that's my spiel. Mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) Anything to say? How are you going to follow that up? There was no segue out of it either. (laughs) You just said, that's all I had to say. Someone else pick it back up for me. (laughs) Yeah, to speak more on the LGBTQ representation, like the Ivan, uh, like the the Ivan monologue that he had in season two. I mean, that just basically hit the nail on the head. You know, there's somebody out there that doesn't is a little confused and might see something on the TV or on their screen and know that they're not alone. This show does a really good job of, you know, reaching out, including everybody. So, you know, you say what you want about the actual story. It does a really good job of, you know, showing the world like it is. You know, I think a lot of our conversations about season two were rooted in like, it's not black and white. It's very like, you know what I mean? Like there were complex issues or like, I guess, interpersonal things like Karen and Ivan. It's just and you can't really pick a side and you see both sides. You see just like, I, I don't know, it definitely unpacked a lot of complex layers. And I would say completely avoided tropes or stereotypes. And again, it's like 
it just furthered like representation of people. And I don't think just like queerness. I think the show did a pretty good job too of having a diverse cast. It wasn't just like, here's a bunch of little white girls on an island. And I'm glad for that too, right? Um, or men, you know, I think it was and telling their backstories, they all had different baggage and different, you know, things that just got them to where they were in the storylines that we saw. What you're saying to real world issues, just not just like a, a teen show. Yeah. And they also had an indigenous representation. Fucking love Marty. Yeah. <laughs> love me some Martha. And Tony. Yes. That's what I'm saying they did a really good job of representation and just overall. Also classic me talking about queer rep and just not talking about the boys at all. Huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did love Ivan as a character. He's very funny. And by the end, the backstory with Kieran and Ivan was tough to watch, like really tough to watch. But by the end, like when they're just like, fuck you, leaving the island, I'm like, yeah, I like that. That's <laughs> another loose end. Rooting. I was super rooting for their friendship. Well, another loose end is is Ivan and Luca. Are they going to get back together? Uh, that's just one that I just thought of bringing up Island. Ivan, not Island. Ivan's got to worry about getting off the island before he can start tackling getting together with Luca. Yeah, true. It's a good big point. Also, I was shipping Scotty and Ivan. Plus, we have Raph, our bisexual king, as I believe. Right? I needed more queer representation on island from the boys. Like, I was, we were certain every episode, we were like, that's gay. Yeah. This is gay. <laughs> He's going to do gay stuff. <laughs> These boys yeah. are going to fuck each other. You said that. Every time. I'll tell yeah. you, I think it would have made it more interesting if they did. How many days and none of them had sex? They only made it like 34. <laughs> Paul doesn't minutes. buy it. Oh, really? Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> I bet you a lot of them are actually virgins. So never mind. Yeah. Did we ever talk about how did Cake Blake get off the island after Seth rocked him? Because the next time we saw him, he was on the plane sitting pretty with Gretch. It's like icing his eyes. <laughs> the dolphin came in and saved him and took him back. Yes, to Yes, it's a very good trained uh, so dolphin. Speaking of getting off the either the island or the boat. So this is something we didn't really talk about. Depending on how the boys on the boat got extracted, so on the little raft, um, does Kieran and Raph think, or Roth think that they, that he actually killed Seth? Like, do they think Seth is dead? And if so, and Seth is like hiding at this point in season three, is Kieran going to be like, dude, I know you killed Seth, but I know that they would kind of keep it to themselves. I think that that would be like a secret that they would be holding. And then and then it would actually be a reveal to them that he's actually alive, like depending on how they got extracted. Yeah, because Henry's probably like, where I hate this guy, but where's my stepbrother? Like yeah. what happened yeah. on that boat? More questions. Yeah, more questions. Definitely. More There's questions. so many, so many interactions that I want to see. Um, if you could design your dream sort of ending. Right. So like how many seasons would it be? And what would the over riding plot of each season be so for example for me i would love to see a season three of both the girls and the boys and how they work together and bonded and got to know each other and then i would love a season four where they get home and we see them like wrap up their storylines that we saw so much backstory on i think going beyond four seasons with the knowledge that we have uh, would be too like a little much. So I think, yeah, I'd be right there like three or four seasons of just them exactly what you're saying, interacting and then getting home. And then I don't know when they get home, I, I feel like they could have a few episodes of, of what happens when they're back or something like that, but a good time jump. Yeah. 
yeah, I just don't want them to blue ball us like they've been doing every season finale where they like almost show like end of season one. They almost show Leah confronting Nora. Oh, never mind. Season two, they almost show them getting saved and by the CGI helicopter. But nope, you don't get to see, actually see it. It's frustrating. Yeah, kind of along the same lines as Emma. I think four seasons would do it. Two more seasons. Season three would just be them, both groups on the island and probably at the very end the fbi extracting them and then season four is the takedown of gretchen would love for the boys and girls to be involved in that like helping the fbi just i don't know like that's one of my biggest questions is what is gretchen gonna do is she just gonna fly in that plane forever or what where can she hide who's to say i mean i was gonna say this about the fbi part like just because her son sort of walked back his his narc life against his mom doesn't mean that the FBI doesn't have information. You know, didn't Leah call her friend? Like, can't they triangulate that shit with cell phones? Like, there's got to be something like we got to find them. Yeah. And it might take a hot sec. But I, yeah, I think and I agree. This is a long way of saying I agree. Like three is like we get them together, a little mix and match boys and girls, get them off the island. And then four is like just fucking luring Gretchen in like, the, but it's a long con, right? Like they somehow lure her back in oh, the yeah. spot and it's Leah at the end, just fucking dropping the mic on her. We need it. Sipping a daiquiri. And in an all white pantsuit. <laughs> yeah. Love, love the suit. <laughs> well, I mean, Gretchen, iconic. God. Gretchen is iconic. She's iconic. Yeah. She, and she's crazy powerful too. Just, just to go back to, when the plane actually saw the girls and she had the power to go erase that guy's coordinates or like, like whatever GPS of where his last flight was. I mean, that's, that's pretty wild. So also how did, how did she get an Island and where did she get all this tech? So she's got connections. I got to assume she's able to dip the board, right? Who are the investors? Um, More More on that. So I agree with all that. My season four, the way I would want it to wrap is that it is the same setup as season one, which is like proven gold, right? The season one setup. So it would be interviews with each boy and girl, but like on the stand, like like the island equivalent would be on trial. The other half would be the future So like a little bit of a time jump. So they're like living their life kind of in the same vicinity. You you see them cross over and then it it crosses back to them on trial and then it would all kind of diverge. Like I want to see them in the future. I want to see how it affects them moving forward. It doesn't have to be 10 years. It could be two. It could be a one year time jump since the trial. They keep referencing the trial or something like that. And we don't really know how the trial is going to end. I want them on the morning show. I call back to that to what Paul mentioned. I want the Shoney like in the bar cabaret scene. Like that. Yes, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, like when when uh, Shelby was singing. Just some kind of that. To your point, like callbacks and weaving it into the end. That would make it very, very fucking full circle. Okay, I'm going to change my answer. My ideal ending. Gretchen is on a plane going home. She thinks everything's okay. She got away. All of a sudden, the plane goes down. She wakes up on an island. Yo. Gretchen spinoff? Oh, my God. And you just see Leah behind the monitors. Not actually That's doing an experiment, incredible. just watching and laughing. I think we need Sour Patch Kids to come through, give some money. My kids. they got so much endorsement. We need the kids at the forefront of this campaign. 
Killing out cash and Takis. Takis. And Takis. And and fucking Takis. Yes, correct. Come on, where you at? Save the wild. (laughs) Damn, I just can't imagine a world where this doesn't at least see. Notice how all of us said we still want a three and a four. Riddle me this. How would you be satisfied with it wrapping up with just a three? Like, is there a world where within three they can wrap it up satisfactorily? I think they would just have to kind of expedite the girls and the boys time on the island, like kind of skimp those relationships being fleshed out, probably have that portion the phase three if you will be interrupted by them being saved by the authorities or however the hell they had their escape plan from the island planned out have that happen around mid-season and then an all-out blitzkrieg however they're taking down gretchen just no holds barred i would love to see her on trial like to see if Kathleen, I love that. I I didn't know how much I wanted that, like their equivalent of them on the testimony stand uh, holding trial against her. Like I would want at least two episodes just seeing her get taken down under the weight of all of the evidence against her and giving all of these boys and girls so satisfying moments to look her in the eye and be like, yeah, we won. Screw you. I don't think we can discount Dean being gone, right? Like he could, I know she threatened him and all her gifts come with receipts, but I would love if he came, if we had to do an expedited season, right? He said, fuck it. Like crisis of conscience. Like let's, let's get these people out or tip off the FBI, whatever. I I would love him to come full circle again too. Yeah. And also I don't know how long the FBI needs to trace a phone call, but like they could have potentially traced Leah's call to Ian. That's oh, what yeah. I was saying. I was like, how can that not be like, so we don't need Gretchen's fucking son anymore. Like it, it's already been done, right? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's something out there to connect them. Yeah. I actually think I could see season three wrapping up as like, um, similarly to how Kathleen, you were talking about the trial. I would love to see if they needed to do an expedited version, like the trial and then flashbacks to what happened on the island when it was the boys and the girls so that we could you know get a full wrap-up but also see what is happening and then maybe an epilogue episode so that we can see like where everyone ends up five years from now because i need shoni in a bar married that is their formula the flash forwards to kind of interviews and then the flashback to what happened on the island that's your formula somewhere where you're like what the fuck's going on and they piece it together backwards for you with with yeah yeah i mean it's it's a great formula like nora's or not nora rachel's missing her hand why how did that happen now all season you're thinking when is she losing that hand <laughs> like at one point does she lose this hand and and do you not see someone in the, like we never saw marty in season one in the interviews we're like oh no what the fuck happened to marty you know it's a great formula it, it, it worked really well in season one i think season two was still really great the addition to the boys did like change the formula a little bit. Um, I think that the addition to the boys in season two may not have made the series overall stronger, but I think it would make season three stronger. It's kind of like a bridge season, you know, it's, it was getting us there. It was a yeah. runway season two walks. So season three can fucking fly. <laughs> no thing. Yeah. I like, ideally there would be season three, but even, you know, I think of sense eight when sense eight got canceled, they at least got like a two hour movie, like a two hour movie most likely wouldn't hit all the loose ends. It would give us some closure. So like even that I would be happy with. I just, 
hate seeing Gretchen walk away thinking she won. And also, we want to cover season three. We had a fun time. Yeah, I was going to say, I say fuck a recap or a uh, wrap up movie. I want a whole season. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, Hulu, we just wrote the, you know, we gave you a bare bones skeleton outline of what a season three plot could look like. We there's a built in fan base who are literally signing petitions for you to like do this show. It's a layup, Hulu. Layup. Um, Twitter user Miss Goodkind tweeted. Just saying the wilds was co-produced by ABC signature. Disney owns ABC signature as well as Hulu. Therefore, therefore Hulu could technically pick it up. So that's why in the beginning I said, Hulu will take anybody, you know, like whoever wants to do it, shake it up a little bit. We love to see it. But obviously since they already own Hulu, then like, let's get, let's get it popping. Let's get it cracking. What do you need? Hulu? We got you. Here's, here's five of us. I'll be a writer. (laughs) They don't have to, you don't have to pay me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be a consultant. Absolutely. You don't have to pay me. I'll have fun doing it. I just want to say that I'm left wondering, like, and maybe I haven't looked into numbers. I don't know if anyone did. It's just, I know season one was so critically acclaimed, right? Like it was really, everyone was into it. Season two, all the diehards had some trouble with the boys, but I just, I did the numbers dive that drastically. Like I just, huh. It's just so frustrating and feels political or something stupid that is not fair to the fans or all the people who put their heart and soul into the show. Don't leave us on this fucking island. That's all I can say. Don't be a Gretchen. We got to see this thing through, you know, and that's all. That's all I have left to say. I read something that it had something to do with the subscriptions. Amazon Prime subscriptions. Yeah. Like not many new members. It's interesting because the boys aired at basically the same time and the boys is like their flagship show. And I would think that that would mean it was I I would say that that is a good time to drop. Don't you guys agree? I mean, me, Brian and Paul had a fucking blast covering the boys. Season season three. (laughs) I don't know if that would be a good time. Like, wouldn't the boys overshadow it, though? Well, if it's about subscriptions like emma said then uh, then how can you tell whether it's there for the boys or for the wild i mean yeah i know they but know what you want to order before you want to order it they know they got the detailed analytics and alex just before we get too far away from it you were saying was there a drop off in numbers rotten tomatoes has season one at 92 percent, which is great it has season two at 85 percent, which is also well above average, like a good to great show, I would say. Yeah, definitely. And you have to take all these with a grain of salt, but that seems like objectively no. It did. I not meant more off. like, I guess. Yeah, I mentioned critically acclaimed, but yeah, viewers. There must be something in like the stats, obviously that Amazon established. But to me, again, we've talked about this before. They're not amazing at promotion. <laughs> We're here not to bash Amazon Prime. Uh, sorry, suckers. But yeah, they weren't amazing at promotion with it, right? And you've said this about other shows. Maybe just the boys gets like great treatment. But, I, you know, I don't know. It's just very interesting to me. I feel like they have budget to spare. I, what are their other marquee shows? You know, Miss Maisel and the boys. The end. Yeah. So just Jack, see it through, man. Jack Reacher was a good show, but I thought the Wilds was better. So I don't know. Jack Reacher's getting a season two. Yeah, this is same with the summer. I turned pretty and promotion wise, like the Twitter girlies did it all. I didn't see the wilds anywhere else, but Twitter showing me gifts. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I need. Show me (laughs) gifts. 
Yeah, it's the algorithm. I don't want this to be the last time we talk about the wild. We can't stop icing the booze and getting horny. That's just not going to happen. No. So let's sign the petition, y'all. Link in bio. If you want to donate to the billboard, donate to the billboard. They're almost at goal. Um, I think they're at somewhere in the 2000s. The goal is 3,500. So nothing crazy. Um, If you have something to give, uh, let's get that billboard up and see if we can get a season three. And that's going to be like our wrap up rally coverage. You know, um, we talked about the potential of season three, what we loved about it and what you can do to help save it. Uh, we're really hoping this isn't the last time we talk about the wilds. We fucking love this show. It's a great show. We love those girls and we love the boys. Even if everyone doesn't love the boys, we love the boys. <laughs> So while we wait in agony to see if this show is going to be picked up, we did cover season two. As we talked about, you can go back. We covered it in three episodes, I think. There's a couple episodes out there of all eight episodes. So go check out our coverage. We also cover a million other shows, all your favorite shows, mostly sci-fi, some not. Uh, we cover The Boys, Haunting of Bly Manor, Winona Earp, Haunting of Phil House, Peaky Blinders, if that's what you're into, The Hundred. What else we cover, boys? Anything cool? So much. The Mandalorian. Yeah, the magicians. (laughs) We cover everything, you guys. Go check us out. Shadow and Bone. Carnival Row, another Amazon Prime show that we forgot that we cover. That got canceled, too. (laughs) Everybody gets to two seasons, and then they're... Unless you're Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time forever and ever. We're the boys. Wheel okay, of so time. Amazon has some good news. <laughs> yeah, they do. Giving us screeners. I feel but- like as an Amazon fan, I really am. I like a lot of their shows. I feel like I'm such a word of mouth girl. I say a show to somebody and they're like, what's that about? Never heard of it. I'm like, you've never heard of Wheel of Time. It's all, the only thing our group chat talked about for six months. <laughs> Literally. They anyway. don't advertise well. This is a hell of an outro. <laughs> anyway, I learned about go- the OA from you guys. Oh, my God. You better Love stop. That. We did cover the OA. I don't know how we got through this whole episode. And that's the first mention of Save the OA. Oh, did you? Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah, sorry. sorry I sorry. brought it up because um, that is pure devastation. But yes, go check us out. Endlessly scroll on our millions of episodes we have. Um, we also have a YouTube channel uh, where you can see our beautiful faces talking about a lot of these episodes. Uh, this one will be on video. I think the first few were on video. Um, so anyway, follow us on Binge Town TV on Twitter and Instagram. Also, uh, we have a Patreon, Binge Town TV. Uh, we talk about just like really rogue, wacky, funny stuff on that. So go check us out on that. We have a website, BingeTownTV.com. But yeah, uh, we really love the wilds and we're going to be back for season three coverage. So you just keep your motherfucking eye out for that. Okay. We are Binge Town TV and ice the booze and get horny because we're picking up season three. Save the wilds. Save the wilds. Hashtag save the wilds. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 